0: Hello everybody, it's James Lindsay. You're listening to another exciting episode of New Discourses Bullets, where I give a short bullet point style explanation of a single topic you need to understand to navigate our increasingly woke universe. And today we're going to figure out what is a woman. Now, I'm not just trying to cash in. I mean, Matt Walsh already did a wonderful job making a documentary about this question, what is a woman? Um, Marsha Blackburn did a great job exposing In uh, the Senate, by asking Kintanji Brown Jackson as she was being confirmed to the Supreme Court, what is a woman? And actually, that's a very telling moment. But what I want to talk about is not just to answer this question. I'll answer the question for you what is a woman? Um, Despite whatever we saw in Matt Walsh's documentary, I actually want to make a very important point about it, an extremely important point, which is that everybody has missed the point of them not being able to define a woman which is also to say, in some sense, everybody has missed the point of this kind of weaponized postmodernism, or this uh, specifically queer theory or queer Marxism from which this is coming. And that point matters a lot if you want to understand the landscape or the battleground that we're operating in and what to do about it. Now, just to kind of get it off the table, I could define woman for you. Now, everybody knows the correct definition for that is an adult human female, and you don't need more than that. And we can take our strong stand and just Speak the truth and yada yada. But the point of these episodes, this podcast is to explain to you their thought and the purpose of their thought and their activism. And theirs means the communists, broadly speaking, who have now gone postmodern, woke and queer. So for them, what a woman is, actually, we should step back. What woman means, not a woman, no article, woman Woman is a state of identity that is associated with, but not limited to being female. That's very important, okay, that it's associated with. It's actually a socially constructed state of identity, an identity category that was created by people. This is how they view the matter. I'm not giving you their definition out of some book. I'm telling you my interpretation of their understanding, so it's clear instead of a paragraph of gobbledygook. It's whoever feel like it. Now, a wom- woman is a state of identity associated with but not limited to being female. That is socially constructed as such. And a woman is anyone who identifies that way. So long as that identification is deemed authentic, and that's the key part. A woman is anyone who identifies in a state of identity associated with but not limited to being female, so long as that identification is deemed authentic. And that's the rub. That's the key. In fact, that's everything. And believe it or not, that's what Kintanji Brown Jackson tried to teach us, although she fumbled the ball and made a transphobic statement that the left had to pretend didn't happen. You see, when Kintanji Brown Jackson was asked by Marshall Blackburn, what is a woman she said, I'm not a biologist. She implied that it's impossible to answer the question of her own being, being that she is a woman and that everybody knows she's a woman. And there's no ambiguity about this fact. She declined to answer a question about her own being without deferring to an expert. Her only fumble was in picking the wrong kind of expert. She picked a biologist. So she fell into the trap of biological essentialism, that one's biology answers the question, are you a woman or are you not a woman? Because a woman is a state of socially constructed identity associated with but not limiting, limited to being female, and female is what biology would have answered. So she fumbled the ball, but she didn't miss the point, and that's why the left, of course, besides power, let her off the hook. The right answer is, I have to defer to an expert. I have to defer to an expert to know what a woman is now within everything you're hearing in queer theory. This all makes sense. You see, you're born however you are as a person, you come into the world as a person or eventually become a person depending on how they want to define person. Watch out for that. You come into the world as a person and then a doctor assigns you a sex. Doesn't observe the sex. No, assigns you a sex. The doctor, Inscribes a socially constructed category of sex onto you and your body that may or may not match what you identify with, and that identity is itself another social construction. It's a socially constructed sense of self, although when it's authentic, it is your true sense of self being uncovered from the socially constructed morass that we all have to live in. Okay, so it's like your true gender soul is. coming through and escaping the socially constructed prison that includes being assigned a particular sex at birth by a doctor, which is then reinforced by your parents and your family members and your friends and all their friends and all the people around you. The entire society affirms the fact that somehow the genitals you were born with have something to do with how you feel inside and thus identify when you authentically identify as your true self. And that is a huge social lie, they can, they, they insist. And so this is, this is how they, the, their mindset about the issue works. And so what Kentonji Brown Jackson taught us while being confirmed for the Supreme Court was we can't answer a question like, are you a woman without deferring to an expert? She just unfortunately called out the wrong kind of expert. She said biologist, she meant gender studies professor, or a queer Marxist, or just a commissar in general who's been given that authority, because the key is that the identification has to be authentic, has to reflect that true gender identity inside that you will realize as you get old enough to realize those things. It has nothing to do with the socially constructed category inscribed on you by your parents and a doctor and society at large, and that is 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 forced upon you, like putting you into a prison to make you be somebody that you may or may not want to be or feel like you actually are, more importantly, to say. So this has a lot of consequences that this is how they view women. For example, we all know, for example, that trans bullies are invincible on social media. There's nothing. Somebody wants to say they're trans, they're invincible. This, of course, lends itself to relentless, relentless one-sided bullying because there's literally nothing that can be done back. I mean, Relentless harassment campaigns, uh, targeting people's families, doxing people, all kinds of grotesquely psychotic, uh, psychopathic and um, antisocial behavior, borderline behavior, narcissistic behavior, all have to be swept under the rug and just allowed to pass because they're invincible because the social media giants won't do anything. They won't let you say anything to them like, okay, groomer, ask me how I know, They won't let you say anything to them. They won't let you call them out. They won't let you um, mock them in return. They won't let you even mention the correct sex for them or their original name or the pronouns corresponding to their original sex without destroying you while they can get away with whatever they want. Whatever levels of harassment, misbehavior, violation of terms of service and rules, etc., they can get away with all of it. So they've become socially invincible. They can gin up a victimhood campaign. People are targeting trans people and will bend the entire society around something that's not even happening or is happening in such low statistical frequency that it's almost irrelevant they are literally invincible. So you think, well, I could be invincible too, right? All I have to do is identify as trans because and there have been a few, you know, kind of anecdotal level, low level experiments that have done been done to test this. So people on Twitter that I've heard from now have made trans identified accounts, and then they go relentlessly bully people from behind the facade of being a trans person. And they act like a the leftist. They identify as trans. They do Grotesquely um, mean and bad things, and often they just don't get suspended. They know their tweets are getting reported, but they don't get suspended. But sometimes they do get suspended, and then when they appeal, they invariably get unsuspended. And when they do the same experiments with accounts that don't identify as trans or anti fascist, as it turns out, um, they do not get unsuspended. Their appeals go unheard. And by the way, this is an experiment that would be worth doing at scale. If anybody's interested, to make lots and lots and lots of accounts that behave in these particular ways and document how often you get away with it or get out of uh, some suspension or whatever, or can get an apology from Twitter. All kinds of things you could do. But the thing is, is you can't just identify as a woman and say like Zuby did, break a weightlifting record, and anybody recognize it. Nobody, everybody laughs, but nobody recognizes that Zuby broke a weightlifting record uh, as, as a woman, he lifted more weight than any other woman for whatever it was deadlift by identifying as a woman for a few minutes, because it's not deemed authentic. They don't count it and they get to decide. Um, Donald Trump could not have identified as a woman for a day while president and declared himself the first female president and the first trans president and thus stole that victory from them because they would have said it was just a stunt. They wouldn't have accepted it. He could have done it and people would have, the right would have gone berserk. Ha ha, yeah, woo, ha ha, we got him, we tricked him. And it wouldn't have meant a thing because as a matter of fact, all it would do is be this low level hypocrisy exposing that is in fact just the left flaunting, flaunting the fact that they have hierarchy, they have status over you in the society they've created. So it wouldn't work because they wouldn't deem it authentic. Um, you can't go bully people on on Twitter With impunity like they can by just putting trans in your bio it won't work you have to be deemed authentic in other words you have to authentically be whatever you identify as as determined by the leftist social community which socially constructs the rules and that requires an expert to defer to in order to determine what that is okay so you can't tell what something is without an expert. You must defer to an expert and the experts are going to be these self-appointed people. If it sounds like this is the thing that Marx said is how society works and it's unfair for the bourgeoisie to arrange society this way and exploit the proletariat, it would be awfully weird if I were to say the iron law of woke projection never misses here and point out as a matter of fact that the reason the iron law of woke of woke projection never misses is because that's how they actually think society works. So when they get power, that's what they do with it. They think it's how power works. So when they get power, that's what they do with it. And so they're projecting. It's it's very obvious. But this all comes out of queer theory or queer Marxism, as I think it's better called. And we've done an episode on that already. Queer theory advances in many cases by something called complicating a category, which is a subset of queering, which is to Make something queer, or not conforming to norms or standards or expectations. So complicating a category is, in a sense, watering down what the words that describe that category mean. So, for example, because under the statement trans women are women, women are women, and some men are women, but they're still women. So now woman is a more complicated category. It is a category that includes actual women, a category that includes trans women, which are men and a category, some men and a category that includes anybody who by the way whether they go through transition or not authentic, who authentically in their eyes uh identifies as a woman which is a socially constructed category associated with being female Okay. They do this with straight and gay. They have endless amounts of academic papers talking about how there is straight with a little bit of gay, but the people still identify as straight. So there are straight people who are actually bisexuals, who or closeted gays who end up having gay sex and they prefer, or maybe not they don't prefer, they enjoy gay sex, they look, they seek out gay sex, they engage in gay sexual activities, but they wish to identify, not just pass as, but identify as straight. So they're they're straight with a little bit of gay, right? And so there's a lot of papers studying this, especially in men, saying that this is a common phenomenon. So now you need an expert, a sexuality expert, to determine when somebody who is by definition, bisexual is actually straight because the claim that they make that they identify as straight is deemed to be veridical. And this goes on and on. So how can you tell if somebody's a woman or a man or straight or gay or whatever they happen to have? You know, maybe it's one of these things like pansexual or demigender or something that's, you know, kind of out there. How can you tell? Well, just like Kintanji Brown Jackson told us, you have to have an expert tell you. Somebody has to be empowered to make that decision for you. A commissar, a gender, sex and sexuality commissar has to adjudicate that for you. So that gender studies professor in Matt Walsh's What is a Woman, who's saying that the truth is offensive and oppressive and starts getting very uncomfortable from the University of Tennessee, my own alma mater, embarrassingly enough, or that other so-called expert that works, I think, in like a children's hospital asking Matt Walsh if chickens can cry or if they can commit suicide. These lunatics, those people are the commissars. Those are the people who are going to be deferred to to make these kinds of calls. You see, what what is a woman is about, what complicating a category is about is a power grab. It is, a, it is creating the conditions under which no one can adjudicate for themselves simple basic questions about reality like, what is a woman? What does it mean to be gay or straight? Nobody can adjudicate those things for themselves. They have to defer to one of the theoretically trained Marxist experts, a commissar. Because what these people are operating from is a Gnostic form of politics, where the Gnostics, P.S., that's them, know who is and who isn't doing whatever they're doing for real. This is why they can declare Larry Elder the black face of white supremacy, because they know. This is why they can say that Dave Chappelle tells jokes from a position of white privilege, which is nonsense. This is why they can do this again and again and again. This is why they can go after Clarence Thomas and say that he is a black white supremacist as well. They're the gnostics and they can tell well, they can tell the authentic expression of one's identity and what it means. In other words, they have a detector to tell if you are doing this from their gnostic perspective or not. And only the gnostics can have any power they grant themselves that position and then they use it to abuse society and to exclude other people from it again if it sounds like marxism is all one giant iron law oak projection that's not a mystery it's literally how they think things work so when they get power when they steal power is a better way to phrase it that's what they put into practice So to make any decision, you're going to have to defer to an expert. So what is a woman isn't an embarrassment. It isn't just making, trying to destroy the foundations of reality. They want to destroy the foundations of reality, or actually they want to destroy normal people's ability to see and ascertain and discuss and uh, express reality uh, on their own and commonly shared terms they want to destroy that because then the people that they put into power get to make the decisions for you in fact you have to defer to them just like twitter defers to them in terms of who can stay on and be kicked off of the platform for example or who's authentically breaking a weightlifting record and who isn't that's the key that's the rub. It's not about actually what the definition of a woman is. It's that certain people get to decide who qualifies and who don't. And those are going to be self-served positions of power created out of thin air around this uh, construction of whether it's woman or whatever else. In other words, They're saying that a socially constructed category, a woman is a socially constructed category, and they are making it a socially constructed category. They say it's socially constructed so that the people in control of that category can wield power through the construction of that category and its imposition, so that when they construct the category, which means whoever we want is legit and whoever we don't want is illegitimate, that they can wield power through the construction of that category. They're telling you their game when they accuse the world of being that game. That's the Aryan Law of Oak Projection, but that's also the real meaning behind what is a woman that nobody is understanding while they're too busy laughing.